niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Hey, niggas out there, uh, well, <laughs> no, this is Stan, so <laughs> just <laughs> take your time and get it right, oh, well, but all this, this is um, the intro. This is the intro um, to uh, everybody out there who um, always uh, is uh, very supportive and who's been listening since before we even uh, started to record uh, the podcast, basically. Yeah, honestly. Uh, we appreciate y'all, but uh, yeah, we back. Niggas are watching. Niggas mm-hmm. have been watching yep. over the past few weeks, uh, yep. or longer, rather, Um and uh, I wanted to kind of um, start this episode off with uh, with a question, if you don't mind. Uh, hey, look, you know I don't. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, you know what I do, man. You know, and uh, I'll even plug it at the end because this is what I always do. I'm always on Twitter. I'm always live tweeting old shit, new shit, shit that could either easily fall under the radar or that has fallen under the radar. Yeah. Or I tweet stuff that I've seen countless times. You know, doesn't matter the film, doesn't matter the show. You can probably go to my Twitter, search it, and I've tweeted about it many times. But that leads me to my question. Mm -hmm. What is the show or movie, rather? Okay, let's say movie. What is the film that every time you see it, um, playing on like cable or or somewhere, you, you always watch. have to stop and watch. It doesn't matter. Watch it. Uh, I mean, my answer is almost always Zodiac, but that's mm-hmm. rarely just like playing on TV. Um, Unless you got Pluto, it's always playing on that bitch. Really? Always. Okay. Yeah. I might have to go get Pluto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's would free. say oh, yeah, it's free. <laughs> Quick little plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say Zodiac or. I'm not gonna hold you. Truman Show. If I see that, I usually I'll, I'll tap in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, I'm sure there are more. Like you know, if you see um um you know, like you said, you just mentioned Zodiac. You mentioned possibly you know the Truman Show. If you see it there, you'll probably you know watch it yeah, or you know yeah, even yeah. regardless of where the film is, you'll just come in right to it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um. It's always playing on fucking Sundance TV. Taxi Driver. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Taxi okay. Driver, mm-hmm. I'm a tap in. Or yeah. Pulp Fiction. Those two are like playing a, a decent amount on like mm-hmm. um, Sundance TV and like those little random ass film channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those those are the ones I definitely got to stop what the fuck I'm doing and like we're watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man. Um, usually it's... Mostly scary films, scary because not everything is really scary, but That's you not know, true. whatever. Um, That's but not true. Scream, anytime I see the screams on TV, usually it's always on like you know, like especially around like spooky season in October or prior yeah. to Scream uh 2022 release, and they were playing all of the other screams like all okay. of the time just to get people like yeah, excited. reacclimated. Man, every time I saw it on TV, I stopped and watched it. I'm like, nigga, you've seen this film like how many times? Yeah, Countless times. Me, uh, 
you can even recite, you know, full scenes and shit like that. But it doesn't matter because if it's on, I'm going to sit and watch it. Tap Truman Show for sure. Um, the Wash. Really? Yes. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually, like, when it comes to, like, um, low-budget black classic films, that's probably, like, right Wash up is, there. Well, Wash, yeah. Especially, like, comedy films. Like, because if, you, if you've never seen The Wash, you know, Wish. I um, encourage you to go and yeah. watch it. It's a film by, it's a DJ Pooh film, so if you've seen Friday and... Friday is a DJ. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Friday is a DJ um, Pooh and, film. And, and I mean, DJ Pooh has so many other films. Him and Ice Cube, and 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 I mean, just the whole, most niggas during that era in the in the late nineties and two thousands. You know who DJ Pooh is. Um, but um, The Wash is uh, came out in two thousand one, um, starring Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Um, it's just. It's just funny as a bitch. Like it half is. the time I be watching it and I'm like, I know the I, 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 the premise of the movie is pretty straightforward. It's really straightforward. very straightforward. That nigga trying to pay rent. Uh, He's trying to pay rent. Um, the nigga uh, who uh, George Wallace, who runs the car wash, gets kidnapped. So yeah. they want money too. the uh, the the kidnappers are dumb as a motherfucker. Them niggas about stupid as DJ Pooh is one of the niggas who yeah. <laughs> them niggas pretty fucking dumb. Um, but it's but but anyways, that's one of those films that every time I see it on, bro, even whenever it be on cable, and I know it ain't gonna be the the explicit version, I'm still watching. Still tapped in. Mm-hmm. Still tapped. Watching um, a BET version. Pretty much, yeah. Where they where they say nincompoop instead yeah, of nigga. All ty- <laughs> all types of shit. And man, I think my favorite film really to watch on uh, rewatch on BET is either Between Baby Boy or uh, Poetic Justice. Both oh, of those okay. two films. On BET are the funniest movies that you'll probably ever watch, and there's a, they're not funny films already. No, so. but you know what? You know what's actually funnier than all those films? What's that? Snakes on a plane. Oh, oh yeah. Snakes on a plane. When that nigga is, yes. bruh. Oh yeah. my god. I agree. I agree. Comedy. Yeah. I'm tired of these monkey flipping snakes <laughs> on this Monday to Friday right. plane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, that um, those man, I so many. Um, an underrated film that uh, I used to watch all the time whenever I would see it on TV. That I actually just rewatched for the first time in a few years, rather on HBO Max. Uh, the Heat with Sandy Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Mm. That shit is hilarious. They just Every put t- that on there, right? They just put it on there. Okay, I yeah. was gonna say I just saw. Um, that. I used to see it on like FX or something like that. You know, like. It would always just randomly come on, like one because FX is good for that. Like you yes. can go to FX's app right now and find they got, movies. Bro, they got hella shit. FX um, got the movies. The FX got the. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I know we getting way off topic, yeah. but a movie or two movies I just recently rewatched. Okay, Blade One and Blade Two. I did. I rewatched uh, Blade Two like maybe bro, two weeks ago. Blade Two, mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Blade one is dope. Two is better. Two is like without question. Oh, bruh. No, th- those first two Blade movies are like. What about Trinity? Didn't like that one. Trinity was cool. I gotta rewatch it. When I first watched it, I didn't really fuck with it that much. And that was when I was watching like hella wrestling. Triple H mm-hmm. was in it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was rumored to be playing Deadpool even way back then, so mm-hmm. I was excited for that. But I don't remember liking Blade Trinity two too much. Uh. Blade one wasn't Blade. Um, Blade was acquired in the. Uh, no, Blade is. I'm tripping. Blade no, no. is. De- is 
Hold no, on, Blade man. is Marvel. Blade Actually, is Marvel, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so I will say this because we're gonna talk a little more about Marvel a little later. Right. But Blade kind of paved the way for I the MCU. That. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So with Blade, Marvel was like going broke. They had already sold all their good characters to all these movie studios that wasn't making shit. Mm-hmm. And so they needed to make some money. They had the Blade character, but not many people knew about it. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes really, really wanted to do a comic book movie, wanted to do Black Panther. The effects weren't just up to par. So they got him to do Blade and they like told him, like, fuck the comic books. We're going to just make the character your own. And then they took the concept. They like. You know, gave it a whole new story, updated it for, like, modern times and Mm -hmm. shit, and, like, put the movie out, and it was a hit. Like, I think it was made for, like, 50 mil at the time and gross, like, 150, like, 200, something crazy. And then that was kind of like, okay, now we can do X-Men, Spider-Man, and then going further with, like, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, like, Thor. It was, Mm -hmm. like, all these characters people aren't super-duper aware of. You can update them for modern times and make, like, a really successful Really, really good movie as long as you keep it under a certain budget. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, bro, shout out to that. Yo, shout, shout out, out to Blade. Yeah. Shout out Wesley and you know uh, uh, the them all of those niggas who were involved. <laughs> all you, all niggas. you niggas who shout were involved. Shout out to Lathan. She in the movie too. The shout first out one. to Lathan. She is in the first one. Shout out to Lathan. She is producing some film that's coming out for. She uh, directing it. It's, oh. Let me let me let me go ahead and start that one over. Um, shout out Sanaa Lathan for her directorial debut. Yes, What's sir. the name of that? Is it? It's a film I, for Paramount it's a Plus. Film. Right? I don't remember the name. I can't I think of the name, the name right off the top of my head, but I think the premise is about a young black girl who is like, if I'm not mistaken, battle rapping. Something like uh, yeah, that. yeah, something uh-huh. like that. And she just trying to make it. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know if she like getting out the mud like that, but uh, hey, you know, who knows? never know. Um, hey. But shout out Sana, you know, Sana Lathan is a legend in Black Hollywood and Hollywood in general. Yeah. So it's her dad, Stan Lathan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but yeah, you know, that's that's what we do. But and it, it's called on the come up. There it is. What, give give the people the actual premise. The actual the premise. Story centers on a 16 year old Bree who wants to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. Facing controversies and with an eviction notice staring down her family, mm. Bree doesn't want to just make it. She has to. Okay. She okay. hungry. Yeah. Oh, she got to come. She she's starving. That's just starving. Yeah, she's, she, she, she got to come to better sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we come, come on down to better sounds. You know what? Uh, and and why why we're on the on the subject of better sounds, you know, seg, you know, just give us uh, let's give our engineer some some praise here, bro. Like you know, we've been coming to better sounds uh, for a while, yeah. um, for a few years, yeah. and we've seen yeah. our engineer and his business partner really, you come know, fucking fuck up. come up, bro. Like yeah, come I ain't the fuck even up. shout out to them niggas. Shout out shout to Knife and I see I see. Yeah, shout out our guys, man. Like, yeah. um, what's that shit? Put that shit on. Put that put, shit put on. Put that shit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, shout out to my boy Knife. He shout had a out part my of boy that. Knife. You know, man. But uh, yeah. I just wanted to give our, you know, give our guys a little flowers there. But uh, back to it. Yeah, we were talking Marvel. We were. We ain't got it. You want to get into it right now? No, no, no. I was gonna actually do a segue, do talking it. about the Marvel and mm-hmm. giving people their flowers. Let's do it. There was a movie that came out recently. Mm-hmm. That we both watched, we yes. were both the founder, of, uh, fans of mm-hmm. this director. In the film, there the reason I was watching Blade, 
it looked like there was a reference to Blade in this movie. Mm. So the movie I'm talking about is Nope. Nope. And there's a scene. What spoiler alert? If you haven't seen Nope, spoiler. This is the part of yeah. the podcast. If you haven't seen Nope, fast forward. Yeah, when I'm doing the description, I'll, I'll tell you where you can skip mm-hmm. to when we stop talking about Nope. But there's a scene where there's blood raining. I thought that was a was it is that a nod to Blade? I, I think it might. I thought be. that was a nod to the Evil Dead. It, so I, I heard both ways. Mm. I could. Jordan Peele is one of those yeah. guys who leaves it up to the viewers. So. Yeah, and, and both are uh, I both guess, are horror films. I was gonna say yeah, in a technical sense, both are horror films. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And both have scenes with uh, blood raining. Mm-hmm. Um, but to talk about Nope, I enjoyed it. I liked the movie a lot. I gave it a seven point eight eight out of ten. What what was? <laughs> That's a good rating. You know what? Hold on. That's man. a good rating. <laughs> I always wanted to ask niggas the question: How did you come up with eight out of ten? What were the, the what were the two points that kept it from being a perfect ten? Okay, so I liked the movie a lot, but mm-hmm. I felt like it wanted it, it. The effects could have been better. If it was a PG thirteen movie with a little bit better budget, I think Jordan Peele could have executed his vision in a much, much grander way and a, like a much grander scale. Like it would have just looked visually better. Mm-hmm. You could see him directing with like a lot of confidence. Like there was a lot of confidence in a lot of like the way he was shooting, the way he wrote a lot of scenes, like a lot of the way certain things were like kind of placed, even the pacing. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it just needed a little bit more money thrown at it in order to make it like almost a 10 out of 10 movie. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was the acting performances. They weren't bad. Oh. They weren't bad. They were actually mm-hmm. really good, but they weren't like great. They weren't career defining. Exactly. I'll say Kiki Palmer, Kiki. she killed she it. Great. And then uh Brandon Perea, I thought did really well. I, I like I like Daniel Kaluuya. I like Daniel Kaluuya. It was a decent We expected it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was we knew like, he was going to at least deliver. Yeah, in, it, in the role. it's almost like um, watching like a, not comparing him directly to Denzel, but it's like when you watch a Denzel movie, it'll be a, a decent movie. Denzel will be like great in it, but like that's what you expect. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it, so Daniel Kaluuya did exactly like what we expect. You know what I mean? Bingo. Versus like, say, when you watch him in Widows and you're like, oh, shit. Or, like, you watch them and get out, and you're like, oh, shit, or Judas and the Black. You know what I mean? Like, those yeah. performances that are, like, such high-level performances that it's hard to compare anything else to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say those are only two things that kind of took it away from being, like, a perfect 10 or even going over 8 for me. But I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Oh. I, I, like, I, I liked it a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was great. Um, I think what's funny, I was talking to one of the homies about watching it, and I was like, like maybe halfway through the movie, I realized like, okay, this is definitely not as deep as his other movies. Oh, not at all. Yeah. So I was like, let me stop trying to like overanalyze oh. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like outside like the Steven Spielberg references and like the Evil Dead or whatever. I was like, let me just watch the fucking movie like mm-hmm. and enjoy what I'm watching. And I did. I, I honestly did. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What, 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 how you feel about the movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed um I enjoyed it. Um, if I had to give it a rating, I'd probably give it a nine. I, I, wow. And, and the reason why I am giving it a nine, you know, I'm not really a, 
I've learned that I'm not a super harsh critic. Um, I am. I'm lying. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, you're, you're kind of not. Am I not? No, you're not really a harsh. Certain shit, like when you don't like something, it's it's evident, right? Right. But when you like like something, you'll give it a good enough rating. And if you love something, it's like then oh, yeah, yeah. We all yeah. know how I feel but about the, that. Yeah, but the, the, in terms of shit you don't like, mm-hmm. like it's not a lot. But when you don't like it, you, you yeah, this nigga. I, I, not I like agree it. because. I'm, I was thinking about it, you know, after I saw Nope the first time, because I saw it twice in opening weekend. I saw it Thursday night at Chinese Theater. Yes, sir. In IMAX. Because oh, if you yes, didn't sir. watch it in IMAX at least once, you really didn't get the full film yeah. experience. You saw it in IMAX, right? Come on. Now. Come on now. Like, what, what, what were you what We, we, we said this about? on a previous episode. After Tenet, I stopped not going to movies. Period. And you know what? And hey, Warner Brothers... If y'all niggas ever decide to listen to one of our podcasts, I would actually like to see Tenet make a reappearance in the theaters yes. just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Figure it out. Anywho, but back to Nope. Um, definitely enjoyed it. If I gave it, had to give it a rating, uh, you know, my, my amateur uh, film critic rating, 9 out of 10. Uh, the only reason why I wouldn't give it a perfect 10 is um, I really think the the as much as I liked the Gordy subplot, it felt unnecessary. Really? Mm-hmm. It hmm. did. I, 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 it did. It, That's the only... I, I, I get it, you know, and I understand, like, the, 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 the correlation between Gordy and um, this flying saucer, I, which yeah. I thought was a cowboy hat for the longest. Yeah, and then the poster, yeah. like, go back and re-watching it. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, I, underst- I understood the, the, their connection. Yeah. But... I don't. I, I mean, I guess it's. I understand Jordan Peele. He's you know one of those people who likes to um, plant you know Easter eggs and all of his stuff. You yeah. know, like most really good directors do. <laughs> um, so I'm sure he, if if he's not already, uh, hasn't thought about it. Gordy is probably could very well be like a whole separate film itself. If if he wanted I think to, so. So I I get that he probably even wrote that in there. Purposely, it's like, oh, because what if I decided to actually make a horror film about this monkey killing motherfuckers? That's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because we all know that you can't domesticate wild animals. That shit is going to always end badly. Yeah, and it doesn't I, matter. And I think that's why you kind of had the Gordy plot mm-hmm. because you seen what happened. He he didn't attempt to domesticate Gordy and it mm-hmm. worked out for him, but he tried to domesticate the alien. The alien, and obviously it didn't work out for him. Yeah, so I guess that's one of my um, really the only I guess hang up I have about the film. Okay. I felt like the Gordy subplot could have really even the, the way that they opened the film. They, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad that Jordan Hill didn't do that because he could have just kept it very vague with Gordy and not ever gone back to him if he wanted I, to. I would not have liked that. The movie would have got like a <laughs> six out of ten fucking with me if they so did I'm, that. So yeah. I'm glad that he you know, made it make sense for uh, for everyone because like you said, once I, I think it was probably like 15, 10, 15 minutes into the film, uh, the first time I saw it, that is, I had to take off the blinders. It's like, stop trying to find... All of this, this un, these underlying like themes and plots and and trying to overanalyze just this. Take the shit for just face take value. it for face value. It's a wild ass film. It's it a, is. It's a, it's a great film to watch mm-hmm. in IMAX, which I was ec- ecstatic to do because one thing I just love about the film experience or the, the- movie theater experience 
is whenever you go to IMAX or to watch shit in IMAX, all of the trailers that you're going to see prior are those oh my God. films that are going to be in IMAX, too. So like, <sighs> we'll, we'll get back to note, but I just want to say... So that same day, I was talking to the homies about Oppenheimer, and mm-hmm. somebody was like, oh, there's, there's going to be a black dude in Oppenheimer. I was like, there's not going to be a black person in Oppenheimer. Like, let's just keep it real. So he's talking about it, and like I was just saying, like, we probably some ways out before we see any kind of trailer. Mm-hmm. Bro, when they dropped that Oppenheimer trailer, nigga, you would have thought, bro, you would have thought I just Niggas heard an unreleased. Bro, you would have thought. They dropped the unreleased Andre 3000 song the way I was in the theater. Like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Bro, I was so geeked, bro. That's how niggas was when I was at the TCL. Like, as soon as it And then when it drops, bro, you don't even know what the fuck you... Like, I went to AMC. So they did, like, the little Nicole Kidman thing. We thought the movie was going to start. Then the flames came up. And then you heard, like, I I think it was, like, uh, Emily Blunt or somebody talking. Mm -hmm. And then it was Robert Downey. And I was like, oh... Bro, fire! First yeah. ever IMAX movie in all black and white too. Uh, I, I mean, I can't wait. I'm locked I mean, in. I'm locked, I'm locked in. in. I'm locked um, in, bro. I, I mean, there is some. Since we're talking about trailers, just for split for for just a little bit, we're gonna get back to Nope. They all of the trailers that I saw prior to seeing Nope, I was I was like, okay, I'm locked in. Yeah. Uh, the David Bowie film, absolutely oh, yeah. gonna go see that. Yeah, um, that's one, gonna be dope. I love a, music. It's a doc, right? It's a docu film. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be um, dope. It's doc, it, like it's a it's a film, but it's obviously yeah. also you know in IMAX. In IMAX. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm locked in for that. Yeah. Um. Of course, I want to say um, yes. Um. Halloween Ends was one of the um trailers that they played prior to seeing. I'm up. excited. It's, for a, that. it's a universal film, so yeah, it makes I'm sense. I'm excited for that. Um. Which I also think it's gonna be in IMAX too. Everything that I saw prior to Nope even starting, I'm like, okay, yeah. Oppenheimer, I was like, okay, yeah, we in. Yeah. I'm, I'm locked in. Locked all the way in. But anyways, um, back to Nope. A great film. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, do yourself a favor. Um, and But don't go in with this idea that you're, you know, like Dave and I just mentioned. Don't try to find too many. Like, it, it, there are layers to the film because... It's a film, duh. Like, yeah, you can you can find like little you know nuances and things like that. But if you if you just go into the film and you're taking it at face value, you're gonna just have a much better time. I I agree, <laughs> and I'll say this: Jordan Peele himself described it as like yeah, let's yeah. He said it's the type of movie you could go in after a long day of work, mm-hmm. smoke a fat ass blunt, watch it, which and enjoy. What he it. probably did when he yeah, wrote the film, yeah, honestly, <laughs> and and shot it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and edited it. Uh, but he also said you could, if the if you want to go into it and look for a deeper meaning and be ready for like those conversations afterwards. He also made that for you. Like, right. He he kind of it was the best of both worlds, man. I agree. I uh, and um to kind of like move forward, I like that he's getting the opportunity to make these types like of original movies that are like this. And, like, everyone mm-hmm. so far has been not super different, but different enough. You know what I mean? Right. I would say the only person that you could kind of compare this to is almost uh, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. But but Quentin Tarantino, if now if Quentin Tarantino came out the gate with Pulp Fiction and then Reservoir Dogs and then Jackie Brown, I think that would be perfectly comparable. Mm-hmm. But because, like, it's a little different, it's a little different. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, bro. I'm. I'm. I. I, I think. Um, Peel at this level 
And th- once again, this is almost the issue I, I would have had with Note, but I didn't just because it, it ended perfectly. Peel, like, he's at a really high level making original movies with a shit ton of confidence. And he has, like, great mm-hmm. fucking I budgets agree. for it. Yeah. Great fucking budgets for it. It's already uh, done 100 mil worldwide. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't think it was made for more than, like, 20 mil. Uh, that sounds about right. Because when I think Get Out and Us both were made for somewhere in like five to ten million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I think and, uh, Get Out's budget was like five million, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. They everybody got paid like shit, like nothing, and they got money on the back end. Mm-hmm. So like that's why Little Rel is able to do the movies he's doing. Like if you Little Rel, he, yo, look at Little Go Rel's ahead. like filmography. Oh, I know. Like he's. If you don't like Little Rel, whatever. Nigga but had, you, like, right after um, Get Out, Fox had greenlit his own show. His like, own show. <laughs> I mean, he's done movies with, like, like fucking, he did that movie on Hulu with John Cena. Mm-hmm. He did, um, I think he was in that movie with Issa Rae and Lakeith, right? Oh, yeah, I think he was in that one. Uh, was it The Photograph? Yeah, yeah. And then he was in uh, Judas and the Black Judas Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Like, and he had a pivotal role in there, actually. <laughs> and he's also doing another movie with, like, that same crew. So, and like... He, I think he's also in another uh, film on um, on Hulu. I believe it's with uh, Yvonne Orji from I think that's Insecure. the one with John Cena. Is it? Is I think it? so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you look, you can see he is clearly choosing... What he wants to do Like mm-hmm. he's not in a position Where he's just getting A shit ton of scripts And he's gotta do some shit To pay mm-hmm. the bills Like he's he's picking and choosing And it's because of how much bread He done but made you know what? out I think if if anybody was You know Following Lil Rel Prior to his um, Breakout performance In uh, Get Out If you were watching uh, Gerard Carmichael Yeah the Carmichael show Yeah the Carmichael show um, and With Tiff Haddish and, like, Yeah All of those people in there <laughs> Have Bruh. really started get even the um, what's her name, um, Gerard uh, Gerard's um, his oh, love interest. Oh, um, she was damn. in Twenty Two Jump Street. I forget her name. She, I mean, she's also um, like the lead in some show on Stars. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Yeah. So everybody after um, the show was canceled had e- went on to yeah eighteen mm-hmm. eighteen. Everybody. Also. The segue, yeah, that's an A twenty four show. That is true. It's an A twenty four show. Speaking of A twenty four, we love to talk about A twenty four here. Yeah, yeah. Now we do. Hey, uh, everything, oh, everywhere, yeah, all at once. I, let, hold on, prior. Let's let's let uh, because one thing this nigga has done oh, too man. many times oh, in group man. chats on. On oh, he, on man. this show, he talked about oh, oh, eight twenty four when they make over a hundred million dollars oh, in the globe worldwide. Then I respect them more. Oh, well, man. sir, I respect them more. Yeah, because everything. Every, every, but everything, I'll, I'll say this: they kept that movie in theater for like they just put eight it back months. In, didn't they? Yeah, bro, they kept that movie in theater for a long. I mean, I they, saw it three times. Yeah, they in were theaters. determined yeah. to make that shit hit a hundred mil. I mean, but I respect it. It's also, I think, for award season. They want to keep it like real fresh in people's That makes mind. sense. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if... Yep. Yeah. They want to keep it real fresh in people's mind. But I, I did have a question mm-hmm. regarding... Um, so, no uh, everything, everywhere, all at once versus um, like Top Gun. Ooh. All of which are like some big box, box office Huge smashes. box office successes. Uh, is it is it time that, we, that these studios start... 
like really going hard for like these uh or more original stuff, more Absolutely. original concepts. Yeah. People people are gonna go to the movie theaters or they're going to stream, um, because that's what we all do. Um, they're going to be more enticed to stream something that is new or even pay for something rather if you you know you do go to the theaters like we do. Yeah. Um more enticed to go see shit that's new and original. We get tired of reboots. Like sometimes, you know, a, a, a good reboot, for instance, Top Gun. Yeah. Sometimes or a requel. Or a requel, requel. Put it Sorry. that way. Yeah. Um, sometimes, but it falls under the reboot it category. Does, it does, it does. Um, sometimes you have those types of films. It's like, okay, this is a this is how you make a, or remake a film for a new audience. Yes. Like, this is the way to do it. Um, Scream did that this year. Yeah. Um, there are those films that they already have a, a very um, devoted fan base who will go and They're see They're going to go see that motherfucker regardless. I, and I was right in there. Yeah. Um, for both them bitches. For both. Um, but yeah, people want to see new shit all the time. Like whenever we, you know, we, I think we've talked about it on uh, many a podcast. That's always been, well, that's, that had been Hollywood's um, like biggest crutch over the past however many years. It's a like, long time. Constantly wanting to reboot shit that never needed a reboot ever. Um, shows, movies, um, you name it. Fucking like, we've been burnt out on the idea of just constantly re releasing, rebooting the same shows yeah. and same movies. So, seeing Hollywood studios put more money in originals, um, shows, and films. If you have a if you have a great premise, you have a great script. You have a great cast, director, all of those things that Nope had, that um, Everything Everywhere All at Once had. Top Gun, of course. But yeah. Top Gun, we, we just discussed yeah, Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you have, you know, all of those things working for you, you uh, Hollywood, they're just like you. They love numbers. You have all of those things. That is the formula for... 100 million, 200 million, 300 million dollar plus films so, all of the time. Yeah, so, and I'm glad you said that because, <laughs> so talking about no, uh, Universal just cashed out the Daniels, bro. Oh. Gave him a five year contract. What's the word? Uh, I don't think they're probably okay. shows, right? Yeah, I'm but, but, ridiculous. yeah. So, A24 has a first look deal with uh, the Daniels, but only for TV. Mm-hmm. And they got like a TV show coming out with Steven Yeun. Um, on Showtime. It, it seems cool. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, it seems cool. Okay. Uh, But Universal pretty much gave the Daniels the same Jordan Peele contract. So it's going to be like anything y'all want to direct, it's come to us. You know what I mean? They'll probably give them the same same budget mm-hmm. that they're giving uh, Jordan Peele. A little bit more than it was getting at A24. A little bit more than uh, Jordan Peele got at Bloomhouse. Right. But not too much to where it's like these, you'll make something original, rated R, as long as you're hitting like 80 mil plus, you're good. You're good. You're good. And and the same shit where they could produce. So they'll they'll be producing shit. They'll be like, so to even answer my own question, I that I like more than seeing reboots. There's certain mm-hmm. stuff like, like, yeah, I'm a numbers guy and yeah, I like a lot of these IPs and stuff, but at the end of the day, like I don't want to be going to the theater. Watching Doors, watching Doctor Stranges, watching mm-hmm. Top Guns, Jurassic Parks. Like, I want to be going to the theaters and watching shit like, no. Mm-hmm. Watching shit like everything, everywhere, all at once. Even if I hate it. Even if I come out the theater and I'm like, that was some bullshit. That was terrible. Old. Old. But you know what? I didn't pre- really hate old. It just was, I, eh. 
I yeah, it could have been better. Mm-hmm. It could have been better. I'll say with old, if they would have started with what they ended, like when they ended, I was like, oh, this is the fucking movie. This is the movie, this right? Is what the exactly. fuck I want to see? Exactly. But but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm like. I'm happy that I got to see something original. I got to see a director attempt a vision. Mm-hmm. They got to try something new. It's true. That they, they probably couldn't have done with an IP. You know what? And shout out M. Night just for... Shout out to M. Night. <laughs> yeah. How, how, many, how many films has he had come out in his career that are... Probably they're clunkers. Cl- say it. There say it. it. They're clunkers. Nigga. I, I, you know, you're trying to be di- diplomatic. <laughs> nigga. They are, are clunkers. There have been a few. Um, <laughs> quite a few. more than yeah. <laughs> yeah. But shout out, shout out, M Night for, for still bro, finding a way to get these shit greenlit. <laughs> uh, what it is, I'm pretty sure the budget just gets lower and lower. Mm-hmm. It just gets lower and lower. Which, bro, I respect it. I, I, a, the a new first, original ideas. Some bro. work, some don't. The first ever M. Night movie I saw in theaters was old. You know what I mean? Okay. It wasn't good. I didn't enjoy it. But <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the fact that nigga actually got to do it. Like, <laughs> like versus, all right, versus like, say, um, fucking Peyton Reed doing Ant-Man, doing all the Ant-Man movies. It's mm. like, all right, bro, cool, you got to do Ant-Man. Or like James Gunn doing like Guardians and Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, these movies are cool. I enjoyed them, but damn, where's when we gonna see the original shit? Mm-hmm. Even Ryan Coogler, bro, if he didn't get locked into, he was about to get locked into the Warner Brothers contract. Then Mar- Disney came up and was like, "Yo, we got Black Panther for you." Locked them into that contract, and so now all I could think is like, what the fuck would Ryan Coogler be doing if he had that Jordan Peele contract? Mm. Like, Fruitvale Station was crazy. Creed was crazy. Black Panther was crazy. But if he, his first three was original movies, Coogler mm-hmm. would be doing some crazy shit, bro. Sure. He would be doing some crazy shit. So, but I also feel like it's a balance because I feel like if all the dope, visionary, original directors was, like, just doing original shit and, like, they just had a bunch of, like, random TV directors doing the, I'd be kind of like, all right, now these movies aren't really that interesting or now mm-hmm. I don't really... I don't really care for a lot of these. Like going back to Peyton Reed, he's not a bad director, but he's like a safe director. You I know, like he's done a lot of TV. I think he did like Bring It On. Like mm. he's done some cool shit. Like some shit that's like okay, this classic. is classic. Yeah, like you know, it's a serviceable movie. Like you'll rewatch Bring It On and you won't be like, wow, like this movie's cool, but the directing is <laughs> yeah, fucking no, no. crazy. Like I, we got to look up how he did that shot. Mm-hmm. Like nah, like Peyton Reed is cool. But, you know, like, it would have been really, really nice to, um, or it is really nice that we have the kind of balance. You know what I mean? Like I said, mm-hmm. you got the visionary directors doing, like, some of this crazier IP shit. And then you got, like, the, the you know, you got other niggas doing, like, some original shit. Like, mm-hmm. we get a nice little balance, but I, I think the balance needs to kind of stay there. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like, I, don't, I can't get too much of one versus the other. See, that's the thing. You know, you just, you nailed it. We all love, like, a lot of these, you know... Or IPs that have been rebooted or whatever over the years. Um, because as much as I love, you know, those old film franchises and, and series, you know, that I wish would go untouched, sometimes it is necessary to reintroduce those IPs to, you know, a newer audience for yeah. sure. Um, I think what people just got tired of, it just, just felt like that's all Hollywood was greenlighting for a long time it's like where's original shit yeah you know what i mean um but i'm glad that you know movies like nope and 
A24's films and, you know, a few others or many others rather um, who've been able to um, still capture that audience who will go to the movie theater to see something that they that isn't based on any old IP. It's new, it's original, and like you just said about uh, old M. Night's film, yeah, you didn't really like it, didn't really enjoy it that much, but the premise was enough to get you to go to the film yeah, and it's watch it. Strictly the premise, too, because the trailers didn't impress me. I saw the reviews. I was like, it's pretty much what I'm expecting. Yep. But it's also like, you know what? I want to see this execute. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to see them try. Mm-hmm. You just want to see them try. I'll say it for me personally, it was the pandemic. Because I remember before the pandemic, I was only really going to see the IP movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's. It's like, I don't really got time. Like, if I'm going to go to a movie theater, it's got to be some shit that I've been wanting to see for, like, five, six years. Like, I couldn't wait for this fucking sequel. I watched these niggas develop this shit from getting announced and switching, like, eight directors and cast or whatever, and, like, right. now it's out. But after the pandemic, and it's like, damn, bro, I miss going to the theaters. Like, I don't care what the fuck I'm going to go to the theaters to see. Like, I just want to be in the fucking theaters and I watch a movie. It's like, you see a whole bunch of these, like, Fast and the Furious, like, nine and... Black Widow, and you're like, all right, that was a movie. Like, I guess I was in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got my wish. But yep. you know, you want to start seeing shit like, let's see something different. Like, see something that's actually that I don't feel like I have to be like I. Or if I was at the crib, I'd be like, that was a waste of my time. Like, let me actually go to the theater where this director and the filmmakers intended me, like me, to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking about like all this IP shit and these niggas like trying to trying to make this shit happen and a whole bunch of reboots and remakes. I know you barely want to talk about this, but uh, Selena Gomez, she's producing Working Girl. What the? Okay. You remember Working Girl, though, right? With uh, Richard Gere, Sigourney yes. Weaver. Uh, is when, like, the boss broke his leg and Shorty was running the whole shit. It was oh, nominated I, for, like, a few Oscars or whatever. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're remaking it. I don't know if... Uh, She's starring in it, but she's producing it. They, I think they already got a writer. They're also remaking uh, Everybody Hates Chris, calling it Everybody Still Hates Chris. It's going to be an animated series on Paramount. Okay. Um, but it kind of ties into I was, it was gonna, ties into my next question and what we were just talking about. My next question kind of is, bro, is it too much? Because we're only getting Working Girl because of Top Gun. Now they're 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 mining all these eighties shit and they're like we could redo it. It's like, is that too much? I know you said we need like a balance. We both agree there needs a balance, but where does it end? You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 Selena Gomez is doing working girl, mm-hmm. uh Chris Rock's bringing everybody hates Chris back, at what point do we just say, All right, Selena, maybe come up with a new concept? That's like kind of similar. <laughs> <laughs> or Chris, you know what I mean? Maybe come up with a new show about your childhood that ain't exactly what the fuck we just saw. So is um, for everybody still hates Chris, and it, one, it's going to be animated, but is it going to be like him as a kid still or is I it going to so. be him as an adult? I think it's him as a kid. It'd be dope if it was him as an adult. They'd be fired, but you know I don't think they're gonna do that. That would be I'd be yeah. locked in. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna do that. Um, I get it though, but um, is it too much? I mean, it's probably yeah. Um, because isn't Holly or Warner Brothers rather? I think last year they were talking about also doing a um a reboot of the Lost Boys. So oh my god, I don't we know talked they, about that. I think we, we talked about that. Did we briefly? Briefly. 
Um, so for a reason, <laughs> yes. Um, but that's just that. Um, you know, for Selena's and and her and Working Girl. I mean, if if Hollywood thinks there's an audience for which there is, um, all right. I'm I'm not gonna be sitting there watching it. Yeah. So I guess my whole thing is while yes, there needs to be a balance. There mm-hmm. also needs to be like these are two. I don't know who's doing um. The Working Girl remake, but I know uh, Paramount is in charge of the Everybody Hate Chris shit. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, all right, now y'all are in the realm where you guys are doing too, too much. Like Netflix just said they want like a Harry Potter type franchise. Like, cause they, they bro, need to cool it. <laughs> man, man. Cause the issue now is like, all right, now you guys are throwing too much money at it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Universal, you know what I mean, for, for, you know, taking chances on like these original directors and trying to make. I think Universal might even did no uh, old. I think so. Yeah, I think they might have did old. Yeah, I think they might have did old. But they also got Fast and the Furious, and they also got like uh, I think a lot of the shit on DreamWorks. Um, so my whole thing is like, there needs to be y'all got to kind of cool your jets for every mm-hmm. like one IP y'all trying to do. Y'all got to do like ten. Mm-hmm. Because because so, look. The shit that just, it was announced today, it'll be a few days later whenever this episode dropped, but Warner Brothers with fucking Batgirl. Bro, so look, $90 million it cost them to make that movie. That was just going to go to HBO Max. 90 M's. And that wasn't even the initial budget. The budget ballooned because apparently they just kept reshoots, reshoots, Oh, reshoots. so it wasn't, it didn't start off as 90 mil. It didn't start oh, off wow. as 90 okay. mil. It wasn't, it wasn't made to be 90 mil. It okay. was supposed to be Got significantly it. less, I'm sure. Probably like well, 50 to 70 mil. Maybe, maybe closer to 50, if I'm being honest. Okay. But talking about requels and reboots, it was going to have Michael Keaton as Batman and, um... Why is this nigga's uh, name? J. Jonah Jameson. Um, what's it? The nigga that played J. Jonah Jameson. He's a yellow Eminem. He was in uh, uh, Whiplash. Are you rushing or are you... Um, drawing oh. a blank, bro. Why am I drawing a blank on this nigga? He was Me in too. the Ricardos. Ah, he played Commissioner Gordon in the Batman vs. Superman, though. Ah. What is this nigga's name? Yeah, just pull it up. Ask yeah, Google. Google I, ain't gonna never, you know. Yeah, Google don't never lie to me. Nope. Except when they lie to me. Uh, damn. But essentially, it was gonna be like a, a requill reboot type of J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Okay. Simmons. I was like, I know his name start with a J, but I didn't want to say J. Jonah Jameson again. But mm-hmm. um, it was essentially gonna be like a reboot requill. They were gonna kind of combine a bunch of different of the Batman mythology to make this movie to kind of entice people to watch it. They had like a, a girl from In the Heights playing Batgirl. So Batgirl was going to be of mixed race. Like it was, it was a cool concept on paper, but I guess in execution, an <laughs> <laughs> execution, uh-huh. it just ain't work. Yeah. And with this whole Warner discovery shit, they were just like, we can't, we can't do it. But I look at shit like that and it's like, all right, Warner, Y'all niggas have your own streaming service. Right y'all there. Just, y'all just got the merger with Discovery. Like, y'all are, are swimming in a dough right now. Mm-hmm. And 
y'all are about to tank a ninety million dollar. Ninety mil. You know what I can do with ninety mil? What the fuck can you do with ninety mil? Tell people what you can do with ninety million dollars right now. I'll tell you, ninety million dollars. I'll put better sounds in a penthouse at the W Hotel. Oh God! Every night (laughs) we are recording all the time. We are broadcasting. We're we're gonna get uh, get our show is gonna be on ESPN. (laughs) MB, uh, NBC, <laughs> all the broadcast networks. We'll be on Cartoon Network. Yeah, every be on streaming, streaming services. services. Mm-hmm. Like you, visual you name streaming, it, nigga. Mm-hmm. Visual audio. We'll do like little special episodes. We'll have guests. We'll be showing up to movie premieres. Niggas interviewing us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On God, Bro. ninety and mil niggas and can. And that's not even all the ninety mil. That's just like like fifteen, twenty mil right mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? The rest we just gonna break off everybody. We just gonna break off everybody. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? You cool. You cool. 90 M&Ms. They just said, fuck it. They shelf it. They just said, fuck it. Shelf they it. They said, fuck it, bro. Throw it on the shelf. Don't need it. Like. They going to come out with it as some random as time. And I don't know, be- bro. Because here's the thing, bro. The, so the new head of Warner Discovery, like mm-hmm. that nigga just love gutting shit. I don't know if you remember CNN Plus. Yeah, I do. Vaguely. They ate, so they hyped it up for months, spent 300 mils on it, dropped it. It didn't get the subscribers they wanted. Cut it. Three days. Three days. Yeah, this nigga here is a menace. <laughs> now, first off, if you if you're paying for CNN Plus, is I, yeah, I, I, I mean, come on. Yeah, come that's 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 a little weird. Come you, know I mean? right. you can get news for free for in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. There's nothing CNN Plus is gonna break to you that you that couldn't you get, can't get anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. You might be able to watch that old DL Hughley show that was on CNN like twenty years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. That mm-hmm. might have been the, the best like the most enticing thing. But that nigga gutted it. So I don't. I'm pretty sure we'll never see this movie unless there's like a huge sort of backlash. Mm-hmm. The 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 niggas that directed it directed Bad Boys for Life. So if they have like another hit movie and it's like, well, fuck it, we can put it out. But I'll tell you this: the longer they take to put it out, the more it's going to cost them. Because this is just ninety mil to make the movie. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about to market Promotion the movie. Brian. We're not talking about if they they would almost have to put it in theaters, which is going to cost more, but it could potentially make them more. But Why would they have to put it in theaters, though, if it was already going straight to HBO Max? I'm, I'm saying if they've already gutted it, canceled it, and they mm-hmm. put it out at a later date, they'd probably make them more money if they put it in theaters. Because, like, you know, ticket sales, it could be a hit because everybody's already could talking be. about it. But... I mean, you're also kind of right. They was making it for streaming services. They could put it on streaming services. It's their own streaming service, though. It is their own streaming service. Which is like a detriment, but not. <laughs> it's like, a, it, so it's not a detriment because y'all could put it out at any time, hype it up, do put a few ads on your streaming service. People watch it. People don't. Who cares? But it's a detriment because if it was supposed to go to theaters and then they decided not to put it in theaters, then they could sell it to a streaming service and make that money back and then a little bit more and still be okay. That's true. But because it's their own streaming service, nobody's going to buy the shit. I mean, it's it's their IP. It's not like a, a regular-ass movie. Like, this is your IP. This is, yeah. You are not. You can't sell this movie to Netflix. I mean, you could. I mean, you but, could. And Netflix might buy it, but... Yes. They, they might buy it. But also, you stand to lose more money. Like, if it's a hit on Netflix, like, Netflix starts making a shit ton of money people subscribing to it that's money you could have made so like technically you'd be losing money even mm-hmm. if you made money you're like selling it 
you just lost money on however much you could have got in terms of subscribers. Right. Is is a catch twenty two? They really shouldn't have announced that they 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 gutted it. Yeah, that was that's crazy. They should have just been like, oh, we're gonna put it on the shelf, figure something out, figure something out, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll do a revisit. few more reshoots, mm-hmm. but I don't know, bro. Niggas said they are shoving that bitch, bro. Put it- <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard. I, I've heard a. I don't think I've ever heard of a streaming movie get shot and made. And then get shelved. And there's no real reason yet, right? I there's mean, no I, I heard reason. they said it's trash. They said test the test screenings were garbage. They said it's like unsalvageable. If they drop it, it's going to be irredeemable. Was the word I heard? It, it's some real harsh words in it. Oh Jesus Christ! Real hard. Now real. I want to watch. It. <laughs> you know, put it nah, in theaters. You know, you got two niggas out of definitely. Nah, I am see enticed. It. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm pulling up. It's gonna be terrible. Great, sign me up. You know, how many I, terrible films I've seen and enjoyed. Man, man. <laughs> Tubi's got a quite a, quite a few of them. Tubi will take it. Tubi will take it. Tubi will take it. Nigga. Tubi will happily take it. <laughs> oh God, as is. Oh, as is. <laughs> no special effects. Don't need none of that. Just niggas put it can on have Tubi. Tags on and shit. Like, don't even matter. That girl still got, got visible green, tags on her man, clothes. Man, green screen. She got a face tat. Bro, you can see the, the fucking stunt double. Mm-hmm. And niggas are watching. No ADR. <laughs> niggas will watch. Niggas, niggas watch. will watch. Speaking of HBO Max, though. Yeah. They got some good shows on that bitch. They do. Um, One really good show, or as we've um, discussed before. Um, a show that there was a time where we were wondering the direction that it was going to go. Was oh, like, man. Uh, what's happening? About last, or, uh, last episode? Might have been. About, yeah. Um, but, man, they've... It's, it's getting good. They've been sticking the landing this season. I think they the writers had to get tired of niggas on Twitter saying, make Westworld 2016 again. If man. you didn't know what show I was talking about, I'm talking about Westworld. Yeah. And Great fucking I'm talking show. about Westworld season four. That Great has been... Show. Great fucking show. balls to the walls. I'll say um, so far it's the second best season by far. I, absolutely. First season's perfect. Second season or the um yeah, second season is whatever. Third season is like what was real happening? tough watch. Mm-hmm. Real tough watch. This season though has been like okay. This like, season has been good, man. Um, I, I'll dare to say they have like two or three episodes in this season that I'm like, this might be one of the best episodes of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Like they they have been they've been killing it. it, bro. And I I you know if you don't watch Westworld, I know some people out there who think the show is just too confusing or whatever. And you may you're not totally wrong. Yeah, you're um, not. My girl, my girl be like sitting there <laughs> watching with me. She be asking questions, and I just give a real short answer. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, you're not right. You're not yeah. totally wrong. But um, this season, even if you were you know coming into the show as a essentially a newbie. Um, and you just wanted to watch, you know, a, a, a new, very popular show. This season, I think, has kind of re, um, in a, in a, like how the first season was. It was new, it was original. Well, not it was based on old IP, but yeah, the show is like okay, like we never seen anything like that in a television series. Yeah. It it felt new um, to a lot of people who hadn't who'd never seen the original Westworld. It felt very new because they had never seen there was no Westworld um and I think they've done a pretty good job of that this season yes and so that's what I mean like if you aren't super familiar with the first three seasons one 
I would say absolutely watch those if you I can. I actually recommend watching. Oh, absolutely, it. I think it. Um, but if you wanted to jump into it, um, it's this season is it's outside of like last season. Season three was confusing for no reason. None. This season they've been a lot more straightforward. Yeah. With what the fuck is happening? Shout out Tessa Thompson. She's been killing Woo! it. Um, man, this is probably some the best acting I've ever seen. Bruh, I'll her. say. Um, after Homelander, she's probably the best villain on TV this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I After can see Homelander, that. probably the best villain on TV. She My is goodness, murdering it. Yeah, bro. like killing I, it. I, as much as I, uh, her character, you know, you're like, oh my god, oh I can't stand it. But as far as someone who's his body in the fucking role of being the bad person, oh yeah, she's killing it. Yeah, and and also. <laughs> The one redeeming uh, quality of, like, the second and third season, I would say, is, like, her character arc from there to uh, here. Yep. Makes it work. Makes it work. My bad, bro. I just fucking burp. But, uh, I mean, chips. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes it work. Like, it it, it it doesn't feel forced. doesn't feel, like, foreign. Not at all. But it's, it's, like, really, really good. And, like, you understand why she's this fucking bad, why she's this fucking evil. But you're almost like, like, why? Don't do it. Why why do you hate these niggas so much? Like, like what is it? <laughs> what these niggas do to you? I know what they did to you, but what these niggas do to you? You hate outliers like a motherfucker. Like, like damn. She don't just hate outliers. She hates humans. She hates everybody. She hates hosts. Yeah. The way she was just not, uh, what was the one, I think it was either the, not this current uh, episode from this past Sunday, I think it was either the one. The one with one. the human chair? Yeah, was it right before? It was two weeks ago, right? Yeah. When she was one sitting on these fucking people. Right. But making these motherfuckers essentially dance until they died, in essence. Um, nigga was over there sculpting some shit with the eyes. She was like, uh, could be better. Threw that Knocked shit. that shit over. Bro, just little nuances. Like, one, she's just, you know, if you have seen anything Tess Thompson has ever acted in, you know, she's a, she's a good actor. But this this season of Westworld, I think, is probably some of the, you know, best acting that I've seen. Because oh, she's had to be so, best, she's had to, she's really committed to this role. She's killing it. Bro. And it's, she's it's showing. It. No, yeah, she's, um, she's killing it. I'll say my only gripe with this season is, mm-hmm. um, I texted this, I miss when Dolores was about that action. Oh, oh, uh, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. When she was. Re- I, I miss. I think it's I, coming back though. I think it looked like it's coming back soon, bro. But I miss. I miss. Well, Dolores is Charlotte. She is. She is. But I mean, Dolores. You're talking Dolores. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even Charlotte don't be about that action like Dolores. Like Dolores will pull up, you know, Dooley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dual That's really what. Pop, I th- pop, pop. I really feel like Maeve took over as that, like uh, Tandy Newton took over as just the person to just pull up. But but Tandy Newton light. was always doing that. Maeve was always doing she it. She was from right. like the first episode. That's Maeve true. was like, she was about that action, That's which I, I fucked true. with Maeve. I always fucked with Maeve for that reason. But I miss I miss seeing Dolores drive bys on the horses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right like, now we need she's she's still trying to figure out what the fuck Teddy is talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which I fuck with. I think when this when it's over, it's gonna tie in and it's gonna be like, okay, it makes sense why we went this direction. But woo, yeah, they killing it. They're murdering it, bro. They're killing it. They're murdering and it. I was, I, hey, everybody who's been watching Westworld since the first season, um, and after the first season, like Dave just said. Seasons two and three, eh. Yeah. Like, 
Forgettable. Real mid. Real mid. Very forgettable. Not, not like, forgettable. They're unforgettable for how, like, confusing them bitches were. Oh, unforgettable. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, for no reason, especially season three. None, but, uh, bro. This one, man, they've... I think the writers, um, probably, because niggas have been tweeting about it for... A, since after the first season it's like god damn why is Westworld not as good as it was after the yeah. first season and they niggas took that personally like yeah. MJ said and I took that personally and the other issue with them is they do their seasons every other year mm-hmm. it's like two years in between seasons so when you get shit like the second and third season it's like y'all, we waited two years for this, for this. I like, agree like ten hours of just pure confusion like y'all, y'all niggas could have y'all, y'all could have kept it in the yo fucking same nigga at Warner should have mm. did them like he did Bad Girl. Oh God, <laughs> should have did them like. All right, look, I know y'all niggas have spent like hundred mil on this. This gonna stay in the crib though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna keep this one in the vault. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna put that on the shelf. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't. We don't need to come out the house with this one. Cause oh yeah. If he was running uh, Warner around those two seasons, oh, he probably would. Oh. Hey, bro, I'll say the, right. the third season, I'm I'm like. The half- second season was good enough to get a third season, obviously. Yeah. I think after the third season, if bro was in charge, he would have probably been like, all right. I'll, I'll tell you this, bro. In terms of how, like, them announcing the renewal, mm-hmm. the the second season, the third season was announced, like, before the second season dropped, I think. The third season, the fourth season was not announced until the very last episode. And I'm half sure HBO was sitting there like, all right, bro, we spent a lot of money on y'all niggas. A lot. A lot. Y'all niggas was okay the first time around. Second time around, y'all had us confused. I'm watching what y'all got right now. Y'all niggas, y'all got it. Y'all better be playing. Mm -hmm. Y'all better got something else. This is not what we about to put out. Then they saw them last two episodes and was like, okay, 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 okay. We'll give y'all one more shot. Y'all mm-hmm. are good. Based on the way this season is going, I'm pretty sure we'll see a, a fifth season announcement very, very soon. Mm-hmm. If, Would if you think not, that that you think that's probably gonna be five and done? I think so. I think so. I, I mean, it could be like like I remember I said that about Snowfall and they ended up True. going for six. I think six is really max. I don't think they should go for six. Yeah, I think five would be. I, I think this is so. The only reason they might go for six is because um, I've seen shit online that said, like, the show is going to kind of be like a loop. So, like, I guess it's going to end somehow kind of like the way it started. Like, it's going to kind of make sense. They keep alluding to everybody, like, getting to the center of the maze. And I don't think anybody's, like, gotten to the center of the maze. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're going to see something that might justify that okay. whole thing. Okay. But also, five, past five seasons is, like... Mm-hmm. 60 minute episodes 60 minute episodes I mean we on 8 episode seasons now mm-hmm. Versus 10 But S- Episode I mean season 1 was 10 right Yeah season 1 and 2 were 10 And 3 and 4 were 8, or eight. Okay. Yeah and I'm pretty sure I thought so I'm like, like Yeah I'm pretty eight? sure Moving forward it'll probably be 8 Probably Um, Shit I'll tell you this If season 3 was 10 episodes It would've got cancelled 2 extra oh. episodes of that bro If they would've dragged that shit out Done that mm-hmm. shit was a perfect length. That should have been shorter, but, <laughs> but eight, I'll take eight. If all eight right. is all you're giving, perfect. Yeah, but definitely recommend you all out there uh, to watch uh, Westworld season four if you're not, um, and watch the other seasons, even season two and three. Uh, it'll it'll help make more sense. But it'll make definitely more sense. Um, watch uh, season four because yeah. shit has been excellent. It's, it's 
Really, really good. Shout out to Aaron Paul. Shout out to Aaron Paul. Um, a great week of television. I won't say any spoilers, but a great week of television. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. That nigga working. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um, another show. On HBO, HBO Max, on HBO right? Max, yeah. Yeah. Um, rap shit. Yeah. If you all are uh, or haven't been living under a rock, um, Rap Shit is a new show by the one and only Issa Rae. I feel it like is it hasn't about, been getting promoted a lot. What was it on? Or maybe on Tripping. Season, I mean, not of season three. Season one, uh, episode three now. Yeah. Um, because of, they did the two episode premiere two weeks ago. Um, I think it's one of the, it's a niche show for sure. I think if you, think you so? yeah. Okay. If you know Issa, you know Issa's work. If you follow Issa's work, HBO definitely is still promoted. Has still been marketing the show because um, I've seen the billboards, um, okay. the tweets, the, the ads, and all. Definitely getting promotion, but I do think it is out. Like aside from Insecure, um, this is definitely way more niche. I feel like Insecure became and rap shit could become that too. Um, depending on how this season goes, it could become something that more than just the people who know Issa Rae's work, okay. you know, a wider audience might, you know, get a hold to it. And was like, oh, wow, this is a really good show. Um, but I do think right now for sure it is something that is more niche, has a niche audience. But I think the audience um, that they uh, the, their demo um, has received it pretty well. Um, I've been, okay. been enjoying it. I, I think it's very one. I think it's very entertaining. I think one thing most people have talked about with the show is they just don't like the way that it's shot. Um, well, they like the way it's shot, or it's just you know being like it's shot on like a, an iPhone or it, like it looks like it's shot on. An yeah, iPhone. It, I, I think that's a lot been of it. the. I think that's been like the common gripe. Gripe. Yeah. yeah. Um, outside of that, though, um, for me. Um, I, man, look, I just enjoy great television. Um, if it's something that keeps me engaged for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes every week, and, you know, for the past two weeks that this show has been out, because, you know, like I said, first week was a two-episode premiere, I've been locked in. Um, and I think it kind of also comes with a lot of times when it comes to, you know, black creators, we're always, we've how many times have we said it on, on Niggas Watching, on Twitter, on IG Live, on a Miseducated, if black people are involved, we're going to give it a shot. Oh, yeah. I, what, what's, what's the motto? You're going to get an episode mm-hmm. out of it. You're going to get an episode, maybe two. Maybe two. This one, um, I'm glad that um, for from what I see, of course, because I don't know what everybody else out there is thinking, but from what I see, my timeline, the people that I follow um, on social media, they've been receiving the show very well, and I, too, am one of those people because I think it's been uh, it, it's, it's, it's been doing what it's supposed to do. Um, I I don't think it's supposed to be. I don't could be. I don't know how. I don't know Issa and, and and HBO's like their whole like how they are trying to where they're trying to get the show to. Like, is it just one of those shows that's kind of like um oh we just wanted to you know put something out to give people something else from Issa Rae. Okay. I don't know if it's gonna be one of those shows where they're gonna be pushing it like. Emmy type shit or something like that, but it could catch on just like Insecure. Insecure, Insecure first caught season on. caught on. I think Rap- it caught on after the first season. It might be an after the first season, but what I'm saying is after the first season, HBO had clearly had faith in the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. This could be one of those cases, depending on how the show is received and you know, towards the finale, HBO could be like, all right. 
it did what we it hit it, it hit all its metrics that we knew it would. Um, it's got pretty good, great reception or whatever. Now let's put more money into the show. Let's put okay. more marketing behind the show. Let's make the show bigger. Yeah, like they did with Insecure. Yeah, because uh, Insecure. If you watched Insecure from the first season, like most of us did, and you see how the show ended, you can tell the what HBO was was they were putting a lot more into the show, absolutely. budget and everything. So. Rap shit, I think, depending on how the season ends, could very well catch on, for sure. I, I, what you think? I honestly think, I think it's gonna catch on. You think? I okay. think so. So one thing I'll say is, when I first started watching it, the way it was shot was like a little like jarring. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense for the show, but then it, like that first episode, it kind of got a little annoying. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Like every other scene, or ev- damn near every scene, is like either a FaceTime or IG Live or IG Stories. Like, it starts to get a little weird, but um, it starts to make more sense after the first episode. I think also like the uh, the concept is really good. You know, we love scam TV here on Niggas Watch. Oh boy, don't any we? any show where <laughs> niggas are scamming. You know, that's, that's that, what I you know I tweeted that I'm glad you brought that up. What, after watching the last episode, I'm like, oh, I finally figured it out. This show is about scamming. It's about scamming, bro. <laughs> I, and I think so. So I think the rap, the no pun, the rap shit is gonna almost be like a subplot to like everything else that's gonna happen. I really think in terms of like mm, how Issa is like writing that. it, like yep. I think yeah, how Issa's like so with Insecure, you're right. After the first season, HBO just started throwing money at it. So in terms of, like, storyline, like, yeah, they were building on a lot of shit that already happened, but there wasn't a lot of intention behind what was going on. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of why it ended the way it ended. Like, it was good. It was decent. But you, if you, going from the first season to the last season, you couldn't convince me that that's exactly how they envisioned the show ending. Right. They might have envisioned it with, like, Lawrence and um, Issa together, but not necessarily in that that sort of way mm-hmm. with this show the way I'm watching it I'm like okay there's, I kind of see like little seeds little things kind of being planted okay to where it's like when this kind of blows up or when this kind of like this could go in a lot of different directions that'll be like super duper interesting like if they end a season with a spoiler alert but at the end of the season with a old girl getting arrested behind them that little credit card mm-hmm. shit you know what I mean? And like maybe she snitches on old dude or maybe old dude gets arrested and old dude snitches on her. Like like that, that'll in- instantly make the show a million times more interesting than it already is. Um, and I already think it's pretty fucking interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my only kind of gripe is, um, and I was talking to this uh, uh, with the homegirl who's, who lived in Florida for a little bit. I don't think they're really capturing, like, the Florida essence too much. I lived in Florida for a little bit. I know a lot of people out of Florida. Like, I don't really... It's only, like, one person with an accent in the whole show. You know and what I mean? And that's one of the lead girls, right? Yeah, it's one of the lead girls. Cool. But, you know, it's, like, one person with an accent. I think her nigga in the show, fake has an accent. Like, a little bit of an accent. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, leads or main characters, not too many people have an accent. You don't really see, at least so far, you don't really see too much of, like, that Florida culture. Outside of like niggas just hustling like a motherfucker. Niggas is scamming. Yeah, like scamming mm-hmm. like a motherfucker too. Um, but in terms of where I think the show can go, I think it could low key be bigger than Insecure hmm. because I think from and this is off of three episodes. I could be a thousand percent wrong, but I think Issa is kind of. I think she's she's 
she has an end in sight. Mm-hmm. She like wrote the show for a reason. She's making the show for a reason. Like there's some type of story or something she wants to tell. And Issa does like a really good job of like, like taking, like almost playing into stereotypes, but then not. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. like her character in Insecure, like was like an insecure black woman, awkward, who, yeah, awkward black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But she still was on her shit. She still like, you know, she she did what she had to do. Like, she was still very successful. She was still like very smart. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she was put in a lot of awkward situations, but she made it out of a lot of awkward situations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're gonna kind of get with. She um, put herself in a lot of those yeah, awkward situations. Look, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, look. <laughs> Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, with with rap shit, I think she's gonna kind of write. Uh, she's kind of writing with an end in sight. Like she's the stereotypes we're kind of seeing now, like that she's kind of playing in. I think she's gonna kind of like subvert them in a way. Like it's really interesting that old girl with the mm-hmm. OnlyFans and like three fucking jobs is a bit more responsible than a girl that was supposed to go to college and her nigga's about to be a senator and like a lot more responsible. Yeah, it's like only one of them is damn near guaranteed to go to jail. Uh, it, the way it's looking. The homegirl might end up with OnlyFans. She might end up being a bigger rapper, like oh, an actual rapper. Like people's 100%. already like locked into her whole like vibe and shit. With the other girl, uh, I wish I remember the names, bro. I feel terrible, but uh, um, I think Shauna is the one that's scamming. Mm-hmm. Shauna, yeah, Shauna and Mia. Shauna and Mia with mm-hmm. Shauna. So Shauna, who's scamming, I think she's gonna end up kind of almost being like the gutter. The gutter person that's like in jail. She's in the trenches. She's like hanging with all these scamming niggas. Like, so I, I think it's gonna be a really interesting, interesting way that the show goes. And I think Issa's already kind of anticipating if they get a bunch of more money thrown at them, like where the show's gonna go. I can go. see that. So I think, I think we're probably looking at like another four or five season show with with an end clearly in sight, mm-hmm. like a, a very clear end. I promise you. An episode is going to end with somebody getting locked up. With Shauna getting locked up and either snitching on old dude or old dude's already snitched on her. And like... Oh, the, the Creole nigga. Yeah, yeah, Oh, the Haitian. Haitian nigga. Haitian Haitian Creole. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, oh, okay, okay. No, I, I like that. Um, that's a... I, 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 I agree with you because she's Issa's one of those writers, you know. You, we saw it with Insecure and we're, we're, we're seeing it now early in... Um, with a uh, rap shit, I do agree with you on as far as like her having a you know an end goal, something that is it's evident to happen. <laughs> um, in which the, the most evident things or the most inevitable thing are niggas are going to eventually go to jail. Somebody's yeah, going to somebody's get arrested. Um, that's going to happen. Um, at some point. Um, and it's gonna probably come at the time where when most people get really successful. Yeah, that's when they usually get. Yeah, it's partially based on City Girls, right? I think so. And JT, of course, got locked up for something very, Mm -hmm. very similar. So Mm -hmm. it's because uh, JT and Carisha, I think, are EPs on the show as well. Okay, that makes perfect sense. sense. Which is, I, I'm with it because the City Girls they do have a very interesting story. (laughs) They do. Um, so if this is in a sense loosely based on their lives and you know other rappers, because you know. I'm sure they pull from a lot of, you know, different places, you know, uh, or it, this is also TV. So niggas are good at making up stories. Yeah. And I'm supposed I'm to sure for uh, like legal reasons, they yeah. probably can't <laughs> bingo. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. I do think the show um, is going to catch on four or five seasons. 
You don't think so? I'm. I would love for it to go four you or don't five think seasons. Five. Um, five. I is really generous. think this shit's about to catch on, bro. I, I love that. If it does, I would. Man, look, black creators. If it's something that's great, I want them to get as many seasons I'm as they you, possibly bro, can. Five years from now, we're gonna be doing niggas watching, still talking about rap, shit. rap shit. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah, I hope so. This, I mean, I I'm watching the show. I'm I'm bro. locked in. I look. I like it. <laughs> the, the only the only thing I think. I like that they did it in the third episode, but they need to find a way when they are doing like the iPhone shit to to make it work within this story. The first episode, like half the the shit was in the iPhone shit. Even like the second episode is like we don't need to see y'all Facetime in every every little conversation. It it's, it's that doesn't fucking matter. Like the IG live when it was rapping was cool, but we don't need every IG live. We don't need to see every single one. Like y'all don't need to like. Smash cut to this shit Like we mm-hmm. We can You can sparse it out Sparse it out Make it like Real cool Real interesting And like You know Worth watching Like yeah. I think I think they kinda Overdid it In the first couple of first episodes First two episodes But We'll see where it goes We'll see where it goes I like where it's going now Issa keep doing Keep creating Keep coming up with Other ways to you know, make your the Easter Ray multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> look, you you keeping the lights on yeah. at better sounds. Oh so. God, <laughs> you know what? And to be quite honest, I saw some niggas tweeting. You know, and this is just people. You know, fan fiction theories, all of the stuff that we we would love to indulge in on Twitter. I did see someone talking about um how this. Who knows? This could cross over with some insecure characters at, at some point. Who I mean. These timelines could meet. They could. I'll, I'll say. Who knows? I'll say this. Because what if, what you know, when Issa, she did turn into a, she did end up becoming a very successful event planner. And yeah. So she'll plan She has influence. There. Yeah. So who my, knows? my only thing about that I'm is. I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like when shit like that happens, it either means that you're really unsuccessful or really successful in terms of the show. Mm-hmm. Like when you're bringing back characters from something else because you're like. You're either like, okay, this is so successful and people were fans of the old show that they'll be happy to see like Issa or somebody pop up like, oh shit, look. And they're in Miami, so it makes sense if somebody's just randomly at that hotel. But then it's also like, oh shit, our ratings are dipping. Nobody's watching the shit. Hey, next week, Issa's on an episode. Y'all should come watch. So, mm-hmm. excuse me. Uh, it's like I said, either really successful or really unsuccessful. Personally, I don't really want to see that. I like to see it kind of stand on its own legs. That's true. A, I'm enjoying it. Would be, it would be a cool little little callback to I, I'll say this. If if um fucking Shauna ends up scamming one of them niggas, I'm I'm all for it. Oh yeah. I'm all for it. Bring bring that nigga uh Lawrence in here. Bring Issa in here. Bring them all in here and scam these motherfuckers real I don't know, quick, bro. The, the scams that niggas are pulling off on this show. I one, we all know that they're real life scammers. Yeah, out there. allegedly, we Alleg- all know. alleged, all of this allegedly, alleged. we know all of, oh, some yeah. some possible scammers. Yeah. But um, the way that they are writing it into the the rap shit storyline is gonna be so key to everyone's overall survival niggas are eventually like we said that it is inevitable at this point that somebody's gonna go to jail or, or not even maybe not even jail but somebody somebody's all of the scamming is gonna get niggas somebody, hemmed up going to jail mm-hmm. and old dude but old dude and his cousin's getting deported Oh, yeah, they getting deported. Issa's brother from fucking from Insecure, <laughs> <laughs> deported. Oh yes, man, yes, but um, you got it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. If y'all are not watching it, 
I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but uh, give it a shot. It's on HBO Max, rap shit, Easter Ray's new show about women rapping and scamming and scam and, and scheme. scheme. <laughs> scam. <laughs> that shit's hey, actually hey, tough. I was going to say, that shit's kind of hard. That When they had that original beat, I was like, uh, but when that... Um, um, Fucking Blue Power Ranger dude from uh, Oh yeah, he got off. Oh, that nigga went yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Sound like my boy Knife in the studio. I was like, hold on. <laughs> oh, he got the fuck off. I'm like, oh, I had to. I was when I was listening. I'm like, oh shit, let me. Re- oh, okay, all right, all right. I see you, my nigga. I see you. I see you. Um, speaking of uh, uh black creators, before we get out of here, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, my boy Brandon and. Uh, oh yeah, let's his, talk about uh, that, bro. Yeah, let's 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 I'm talk excited. about that real quick. Um, my boy Brandon and. Uh, and his uh, gang of creatives, um, mm-hmm. creators, um, recently released a. Um, well, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's. Anywho, it's a, <laughs> okay, I was going to get into the, like the, the 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 details that the nitty gritty. We don't need right. I was like, I don't know, but anywho, um, yeah, a few weeks ago we were invited to a um, a screening uh, for a short anime film that um. Him and his uh, his his co-creators all um, did it. Uh, the title of the short anime film was called the the floating Koto. The floating Koto sounds about right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at titles. You wrote um, it down right here. I'll tell you right now. Uh, by the, the floating Koto, yeah. yeah, by the dojo also, district. By the dojo district. The dojo, dojo district. district. Dojo, dojo district. district. Um, yeah, and um, that nigga put like four four extra J's in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And um, for someone who is not the biggest uh, watcher of anime in general, um, one, I was going to support because it's my guy. Um, so without question, and I'm like, oh, well, shit, I know for a fact that even though this is something that I don't normally watch on a regular basis, I know I'll still go and enjoy it. And, um, you know, it was a short film, too. So it was like, what, 10, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think less, but. but possibly. Um, but. For that short to be my like first anime short, I've never seen an anime short film. I enjoyed it, um, and you know it was pretty easy to follow along for someone who doesn't really watch anime. Absolutely, yeah, um, very easy to follow along. Um, I'm hoping that um, they are able to um, keep creating, um, maybe even make something longer. Um, I'm sure that's their plan, of course. But you know, you start off with shorts. Try to you know get some yeah, traction. Better, so I believe they had a Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, man. Um, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, very easy to follow for someone who is not super well versed in the world of anime. But it was great to see black creators and people of color uh, create something that um, is for everyone, but it's specifically for people who. F- have felt underrepresented in the anime world. And I'm glad that they were able to um, create this and um, hoping and wishing the best for them to um, keep creating more. How'd you feel? Uh, I went with Dave. Dave was there with me. We were both watching it, you know, um, Dave is more into anime. He, yeah. He's a lot more well versed in their world. Well, I, so, yeah. I literally spent all day today actually watching anime. Okay. So, yeah. so what, how'd you feel about the short? I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. So, so, I because I didn't know too much about it going into Same. it. As soon as it's like kind of started, I had to tell myself like, okay, like the budget for this obviously isn't this what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of like the actual content of it, like it, it was dope. The music was fire. 
music was like amazing. Music was fire. And like the actual story of what was happening was like really, really cool, really interesting. It was like based on based something on, that happened yeah. uh, historically. They just like switched a lot of the races mm-hmm. to be black or whatever. But I, I thought it was really sick. I'm like super excited for whatever they do next. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I wish you know more people could see it. I hope more people see it. Just because, yeah. like, I, I, so those are the people that need to be like creating more content Absolutely. for shit like that. Because I, I really feel like them with like a crazy budget, some crazy animators, like that's something that'll catch on like like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that's like really really fucking cool. What they were doing was really, really cool. And, like, if you've never seen an anime, it'll, I think it'll appeal to you. But if you watch a shit ton of anime, it'll really appeal to you. Right. Like they were doing a lot of cool shit that, like, you see in a lot of animes, but they were doing it with people that kind of look like us. Yeah. Which um, I, I thought it was really sick. And and for the Q&A, I thought they... Um, right. They were the really, really... Yeah, they were really, like, well-versed. Prepare for answers. Like I've been to, mm-hmm. um, I, agree. I once, bro. I once went to a fucking. I think it was Tribeca. I saw a shitty ass movie, and a director came out. He must have been high or drunk or something, and <laughs> couldn't answer no <laughs> questions in any kind of coherently. Right. And like, yeah, they were definitely like, yeah, they were really good, and like they got a few hard questions that they. I felt like they answered really, really well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Shout out to them. Um, I don't know that they said they were going to put it out. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. Um, I know that they um, got a lot of great reception for the because they had two screenings. You they know, did. we were we were the last screening. Um, I would assume that um, you know they're going to you know you know brainstorm, figure out ways to get this out to maybe put on YouTube or something somewhere something, where yeah. people can watch it, even if they um, I mean, even only, I, IG probably has something. To, there, I'm sure you know all of those brains over there, all of those minds over there. They're thinking of something that um, will help um, them to get this, uh, get their work into yeah. the audience, uh, more people. I mean, yeah, uh, and I really think they should. And I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they for will. sure. Black anime is necessary. Um, it is, bro. You know, having you know people in. I, I want to say uh, Kelvin is um, the. Um, I think that's his name. Um, but anyway. <laughs> charge it to my heart, not the charge it to the game, not my heart. This is, this is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little high myself. Man, but anywho, I mean, I'm always a high. <laughs> what else is new? But anywho, um, <laughs> I do think um, you know he mentioned something um, in the Q and A, and I, that'll be probably the last point for me uh, of how black people or black Americans are already like the number one. When it comes to um, consuming anime or something, oh yeah, like in that? America, yeah, number one. Okay, number one. So that's what it was. Number one. Like I, I have, I have maybe like out of all the black people I know personally, it's like a f- very few that, that that don't watch anime. Like I mean, you're one of them, of course, mm-hmm. but like there's a very few that just don't watch. See, anime. but that's the thing because there are some anime shows that I've watched or I've started watching, like you know, in the past, like Death Note. After y'all recommended that, I that watched Death that Note one. Is like, um, um, Castlevania on Netflix, oh, something I cool. haven't haven't finished, but that's more my speed because it's a horror. It's yeah. a horror. It's horror anime. Yeah, I've always said um, though, Death Note. I think you'll fuck with heavy. Right, you have you suggested that a yeah. few times because I actually like the film. Nah, <laughs> well, you'll, you'll love the anime. Hey, yo, I, I look for someone who, like I've said already, is not 
super well versed in the world of anime. I know and I know popular anime characters because duh, yeah. they're they're popular characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everybody done seen somebody do the little Naruto run. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so when I watched whenever Netflix came out with Death Note, you know, people were of course shitting all over it, rightfully so, because mm-hmm. once I figured out like the reasons behind, yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it. I actually still like the film though. If you watch it, the show is significantly <laughs> better. But I mean, I could. I've always said that movie, if it wasn't like called Death Note or like like based directly on the IP, it, it's a decent enough movie. Mm-hmm. It's just too much based on the on like, the, the on original it. IP. So like, if you've seen the original and you watch the movie, you're like y'all could have just. Gave some nigga in America a death note and changed all the characters. It would have been fine, mm. and and they wasted a really good Lakeith performance. Yeah, he had a yeah, he was he was he great. Killed it as L. Yeah, he killed it as L. Like one of the better characters in um any anime series. But yeah, no, nah, yo, if you get a chance, I'm gonna try to fi- see if I can find the link to the dojo district. Put it in the bio because mm-hmm. I really feel like more people should be like tapping into what they got going on because they they yo that that shit was pretty fucking hey, cool. Man. You know, people, black people, and um, I believe one of uh, the young lady, I think she's a like uh, uh, Latino. I believe so. She's Latina. Um, but anywho, um, Latina people of color, black and brown people, goddamn making anime um for pe- and, and and they're trying to appeal to. Their main the animate the main consumer of anime in, yes. in America. Um, so hopefully we can find something and, and plug it in the bio. But shout out to them. Um, and you know keep creating, man. Like Bro. that's the name of the game in Hollywood. You Better have look. to you just got to keep going. Yeah, this shit is Hollywood is a, is a rough place in in all all aspects. <laughs> it is. But something we was talking about on the way here, and then we'll like you know end it or whatever. But this niggas like Tubi that's putting anything out bro it's true anything out like for black people actually you know what I mean for black people primarily Tubi's library is primarily primarily for niggas bro Mm -hmm. like almost literally for niggas that's true so or black people I shouldn't say niggas but (laughs) hey niggas is watching so (laughs) niggas is watching niggas is watching (laughs) but uh, the point is like something like that bro be perfect on Tubi. I would love to see it on like a Netflix or like a Hulu or like a, mm-hmm. a Paramount Plus, HBO Max, obviously because it's like more eyes. But mm-hmm. bro, something like that is perfect for Tubi. I so, agree. And I, I feel like as hard as it is to like kind of break into Hollywood, when you have something, like it's harder when you had just an idea mm-hmm. and you're trying to pitch everybody this idea with like nothing. But yes. like they have a manga, they have like a short film, and if any either of those catch... They got an anime. Like mm-hmm. somebody's gonna want to see an anime after that. So, so yeah, I I, th- I think almost seventy five percent of the battle for them is done. And I, I really feel like we're gonna find a link for niggas. But I really feel like you know that's something that that's, uh, that and rap shit <laughs> we'll be talking about for for years to come okay. on niggas watching. Yeah, you know he sold mean? on rap shit. I'm sold on it too. I didn't know niggas was gonna be goddamn like yeah. We're gonna be give it. They probably gonna have five season. I was like, oh shit. Uh. But I can see it, like you know, I understand your your wh- how you see it, yeah. and hopefully, you know that that is because hey, man, if they get four or five seasons, I'm probably gonna watch all four or five of the in, seasons, just like Westworld season two and three was not that good. Bro, but guess bro, what, niggas, niggas did? Locked in. Niggas, niggas locked still in. was watching it, and look, bro, niggas was still watching. Hey, look, if it's one thing, one thing you gonna learn about niggas watching on this television or this uh, podcast, we love scam TV. Yeah. Oh, we love scam television and films. Scam TV. If and nigga, scam the more films. scamming, 
the more likely I am going to get Man. locked all the way. I promise you, <laughs> when I watched that first, I think I live tweeted on the niggas watching uh, Twitter, but well, I was watching that first episode. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. As soon as I seen her take a picture of the card, I was like, we locked in. Oh, we are. Yeah. We locked in. <laughs> we locked in. We good. I don't care what y'all do. Just keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> keep doing this. Yeah. Woo. I love seeing that. We got anything else? No, man. I, that, that's all I got for y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all listening, as always. Um, shit, this was the, we we jam packed episode. Um, yeah. You know, thanks for listening all the way through. Yeah. We, put a, we put some. We put. We always do, but we definitely made sure to um to uh put uh, a lot of thought in making sure we um with our topics this year. We want everything yeah. to to flow this, this yeah, episode. Like they always do. We know what the fuck we doing. We yeah, professionals we do. around this big bitch. I keep telling but, uh, you, we, we was we was doing this on the clock at other jobs. On guy we, we were did, like we nigga, some, I w- some years of practice, bro. <laughs> some years of practice. But uh no, I ain't got nothing else. Uh tell tell these people where they can find you on social before IG got them get you out Gets the me paint. The, out the fucking paint. So you can find me on IG at uh Day Davy Dean, David Dot Dean. Uh you can find me on Twitter at I figured it out. Twitter at Dave or Dean. I changed my name too much. So and on Twitter you can't make on Twitter and IG you can't make at least make those the same name. It used to be Dave or Dean on IG. I don't know why I changed. Why you that. change it? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm change it back eventually. Okay. If it, my IG still exists, uh, yeah, yeah, pending pending pending, I, <laughs> pending IG don't get you pending, out of pending. Here. Yeah, pending <laughs> my most recent violation. Uh, yeah, so Dave or Dean on Twitter, David Dean on IG, Poppy Cashley. On uh, TikTok, which I'm not changing. I love the name Poppy Cashley. You should just make that the whole the whole bitch. I think I might. I might. I like Poppy Cashley. Do it. Poppy Cashley sounds fire. Run it. Yeah. And um, also, we got the the podcast Twitter popping. There the you go. The NW Pod mm-hmm. on Twitter. The NW Pod logo coming soon. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the NW Pod. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's all my plugs, and then. Corey, y'all know where to find me. I'm on that bitch. Yeah. I'm on that bitch soon as we it? leave Corey? here. Yeah. <laughs> it's Corey J. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> on on there and on IG, um, they basically the same. Uh, but I'm way more active on Twitter because who isn't? That's yeah. like th- Twitter and TikTok are the most popular apps for a yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm always on that bitch. I'm be on there as soon as we leave here. Yeah. Um, we appreciate y'all tapping in. Um, we and what? Uh, we appreciate. What did I say? You said appreciate me. Oh, um, I'm a little faded. <laughs> I, I, I got yes, you, bro. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate you <laughs> niggas out there listening. Um, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll be back with y'all uh, at some point. <laughs> yeah, some point. Hopefully soon. <laughs> Knife, take us out. Yeah. Niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking Welcome to Niggas watching Niggas saw Now niggas talking Welcome to Niggas watching Niggas watching Niggas watching Niggas watching